Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. And we'll, like, we'll get your attention right away by saying that uh, taxes are the topic for us today. And we're going to take a look at uh, current conditions and then overlay that conversation with perhaps a slight look at potential changes regarding our topic. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Mitchell, and today I'll be joined by one of the shareholders at Lavelle Law, Heather Walzer. Um, we're always always in line for a thoughtful conversation when Heather joins us, and we're going to rely on her knowledge today to discuss estate taxes in particular. Um, a lot of things, uh, really, we can focus on there. So good morning, Heather, and uh, on this unusual time, I hope uh, hope you're doing well. Yeah, thanks, Jim. It's, it's great to be here. Um, I always appreciate you having me on. I look forward to the conversation. And today, we, you know, we're going to focus on exemptions relative to certain taxes, but um, uh, and I think that will provide some great guidance to our listeners. But you know, for there to be an exemption, there must be a tax. So let's let's start with that. We're going to talk about estate taxes first. Um, can you sort of explain the, the structure of estate taxes currently? Yeah, absolutely. So the estate tax, both from the federal side and in Illinois, is really about um, just a tax that's levied at someone's death uh, at the time that assets are transferred to the next generation, typically. Um, So, you know, the rates are are graduated, but the, the important thing to know is that the estate tax rates, both Illinois and federal, do not apply until the deceased person's estate, unless and until their estate exceeds a certain um, value. So, you know, like you said, we're going to talk in a second about exemptions, and that's kind of what we mean about the exemption, is that the estate tax doesn't apply until the value of someone's estate at death exceeds a certain threshold. Um, so, But in terms of the rate, the kind of tax rate, um, the, the estate tax rate in the, on the federal side, similar to the income tax rate, is graduated um, depending on you know, the size of the estate. Um, but it, it varies um, generally up, uh, up to a maximum rate of about 40%. Now, Illinois, on the other hand, um, the, the tax rate, the published tax rate is 16%. So I, I tell you that just as kind of a precursor to the fact that there are significant differences between the federal and Illinois estate tax systems. So we'll talk about those a little bit more. But essentially, the estate tax is just a tax that applies to certain estates at people's deaths if they exceed a particular number or value. And I, I, I guess I have to ask right off the bat here, you, you referred to an Illinois tax. Is, do all states have uh, an estate tax like this, or is Illinois, in, as usual, unique in that instance? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question. Um, Illinois is somewhat unique. Um, not all states, to answer your question simply, not all states have an estate tax. Um, and so, honestly, for some um, ultra-high net worth clients, uh, moving out of Illinois, not surprisingly, can be an estate tax avoidance strategy um, because there are many states that, that do not have any sort of separate 
state estate tax. And just, I guess, for clarification's sake, uh, because this is in the press and people talk about it a lot, is this also what's referred to or previously referred to as inheritance tax, or is it just a different name, or is that something different? That actually is something different, and, and people sometimes oh, okay. um, assume they're the same thing, um, but uh, some other states do have an inheritance tax. You know, strictly speaking, it, it applies mm-hmm. differently. It, it, it's basically levied on the recipients of the funds. So like Iowa, for example, has an inheritance tax that applies once the beneficiary of the deceased person's estate receives the funds, whereas in Illinois and at the federal level, the idea is the the tax sort of is assessed before the money goes out to the beneficiaries. So that's, that's a good question. Good. All right. Well, let's let's focus on uh, estate taxes, and and I want to talk about the exemptions because obviously with um, the work you do, we try and find strategies to assist people. Um, so I assume, based on what you've led us to believe so far, that there are in fact exemptions available. And let's start with the federal level. What does that or what do those look like? Yeah, that's right. Um, Like I said, the estate tax does not apply if a person's estate is below the value of the exemption amount, Um, meaning, you know, the size of your estate can be whatever the exemption is, and at your death, no matter who you leave the money to, there will be no estate tax at the federal level if you are under the exemption amount. Now, the exemption amount is something that historically has changed over time. Um, you know, if you look all the way back to the late 90s, 97, you know, that, that time period, the federal estate tax exemption was only 600000 So if you had more than $600,000 in your estate at your death, there was going to be an estate tax levied. Now, over time, like I said, it tends to be a bit of a political football, so to speak. Um, it's something sure. that um, can be changed um, and and has been. So as another example, in 2010, um, legislation allowed for the estate tax to sunset, or I'm sorry, the exemption to, to basically go away. So there would be no estate tax due. And all the estate planners like me said, there's no way Congress is going to let that happen. Well, they did. <laughs> and so you, you kind of hear stories about like George Steinbrenner, who died in 2010. His family saved about $500 million in estate taxes because Congress didn't act to um, implement an estate tax in 2010. So in any event, um, I say all that just to say that these numbers are constantly changing maybe constantly is too strong of a word, but these exemption amounts can change. Right now, as of today, the exemption is just over $11.5 million. Okay, so $11.58 million is the current estate exemption from estate tax on the federal side. So if your estate is less than $11.58 million, you will have no federal estate tax. Now, I'm going to tell you there's a little asterisk to that in Illinois that we'll come back to, but... Um, so 2020, that is that is a historic high. 11.58 is the largest estate tax exemption the federal side has ever seen, um, and so not surprisingly, there is some uncertainty about whether that may continue. Um, you know, we are, as everyone is painfully aware, <laughs> we are in an election year, um, so it's unclear what may happen. Um, in in Congress with with that exemption amount, but we do know with certainty it is at an all-time high. 
Um, so now is, is the time to really think about that and realize this is truly an unprecedented opportunity um, for, for estate tax planning. Um, one other thing to note is that even regardless of what happens in this upcoming election, if Congress does nothing, um, that high, large, historic estate tax exemption is going to sunset and go away in 2026. Um, so we, we know for a fact that if nothing is done, in 2026 the exemption is going to go back down on the federal side to only $5 million. So uh, the takeaway is the federal exemption right now is at an historic all-time yeah. high. Uh, Lavelle Law shareholder Heather Walzer is our featured presenter on the podcast today. She manages the estate planning and administration practice group at Lavelle Law and has, has spoken on matters related to estate planning many times on our podcast. And I invite you to go back and maybe review some of those as well as articles she's written. All can be found at lavellelaw.com. Uh, and, and Heather's also active in the community, uh, serves on numerous boards, various organizations and charities. Um, a lot of that information also at that uh, very comprehensive site, lavellelaw.com. Um, now, I have to bring you back here, Heather, because you, you mentioned an asterisk, and we can't let that go without uh, following up um, regarding Illinois and, and their exemption. So what um, what is unique about uh, their position at this point? So Illinois, uh, slightly similar to the federal exemption in that it has changed somewhat over time. Um, but as of right now, and, and for several years now, the Illinois estate tax has been fixed at only $4 million, um, so significantly lower than, than the federal exemption. Um, and, and the biggest, and so we've seen a lot less um, kind of play in that Illinois exemption. It has just kind of gradually crept up over the years, um, almost just really more to keep pace with inflation than anything else. Um, but what's really important to know um, is that in Illinois, it's basically a, a use-it-or-lose-it situation, um, and whereas on the federal level, um, a married couple would have double the exemption. So, so each of the parties, the, the husband and the wife, the two spouses, would have access to that $11.58 million exemption. And if one spouse died without utilizing that exemption, either by gifting assets during life or, you know, planning at death, um, the surviving spouse would be able to use it, meaning, you know, you've doubled it now. So you're at, you know, 23, a little over 23 million. On the Illinois side, you each get 4 million and that's it. So if one spouse passes away and does not plan for that exemption amount, does not use it up, so to speak, it's lost. And now the surviving spouse only has $4 million. So if you, know, if you have a, a husband and wife with an $8 million estate, with proper estate tax planning in Illinois, there would be no estate tax on the death of the second spouse to die. Without it, you're going to have Illinois estate tax on $4 million because you've lost one of the exemptions. So that's kind of, you know, it's a little bit outside the scope of, of what we're talking about today. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the takeaway is to know that um, Illinois is far more restrictive, far more restrictive than the Fed. So 
let's start a whole new podcast now that we have about two minutes left. And, and let me yeah. ask you, uh, with with all of this behind us, this explanation, what about strategies? What what can you do? How can people prepare for this? You keep talking about planning and, and preparing. What What are some of the things people should be thinking about? Well, um, one of the things to know about the, the federal exemption in particular is that it is what's considered a unified credit or unified exemption, meaning it covers both gifts at death and gifts during life. So you have that $11.58 million that you can pass at death or you can make gifts during your lifetime using that exemption from, from gift and estate tax. So this year, 2020, you know, particularly with an election coming up and all of this uncertainty, um, this is a fantastic time to to structure those gifts and use up that exemption by making gifts of assets today instead of waiting for your death. Because today, right now, we know for fact that you've got $11.58 million you can use. So we have, mm-hmm. we have so many strategies um, because some of my clients um, feel very uncomfortable about the idea of giving away their assets. So by, by structuring things like um, uh, irrevocable gifting trusts, um, grantor-retained annuity trusts, spousal lifetime access trusts, there are ways to make use of that lifetime, you know, unified exemption by giving gifts today when we know we have 11.58 million to play with, but you make those gifts using SLATs, GRATs, irrevocable gifting trusts, and you can keep control of the asset and of the funds. And, um, you know, I guess we're going to have to come back and do another <laughs> another <laughs> podcast um, but there are, we have so many strategies, and you know it's worth it to at least take a look and ensure that you are properly, you know, that you have made a thoughtful decision about this enormous exemption today when we know that it's and, set and and a, a number certain. Yeah, and before I let you go, we talk about people making these plans. I know you have many clients who have made plans in the past. Is, uh, Q4 in 2020, a good time to maybe review those because of various changes happening right now? For sure. It's always a great idea. I, I always like to remind my clients that estate plan documents are never meant to just be thrown on a shelf and not never dusted off again. Really, you should pull them out and look at them every couple of years at a minimum just to be sure everything still functions the way that you want it to and that you are taking full advantage of whatever the applicable law is today as opposed to what it was when you signed your documents. Well, as always, uh, Heather Walzer, thanks so much for being with us. Great conversation, and as we just noted, we're going to have to come back and talk again soon, so uh, we'll set that up. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And again, LavelleLaw.com is a great place to go get more information. Thanks for listening.